Welcome everyone to a new episode of The Tap. I'm your host, author Andrew Hess, and happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy Independence Day. Uh, I will be making this quite short because I do plan on spending the rest of the day with my family. Um, We're going to be having a nice little cookout and some family over. Uh, So we're going to be having that and fireworks tonight. So uh, I hope everyone has an, a very happy 4th of July. Stay safe, stay healthy, everyone. But we will be having a brief show today. We are covering money in the bank. And this was actually a pretty shocking money in the bank. Um, we kicked it off with the women's money in the bank match itself. And I was not impressed with the match, not in the least. Um, the ending I liked. I just was not happy with the actual match. I feel like that they were trying to go and compete in a like a very high, fast-paced match. And because they were doing it, you could tell like everything was like being thought way too much every step of the way. And it's like they were trying to do something high, fast, like very fast-paced, but it was done so slow and drawn out. It's one of those types of feels. And then there was way too many botches. And I will put that crown of uh, of botching queen on Shotzi Blackheart because she screwed up so many times during this match. Um, she's lucky she didn't get herself and somebody else hurt, to be honest with you. Um, there was one point where the, the ladder was in the corner on Raquel and Shotzi was supposed to climb up, you know, run up the ladder on Raquel and, uh, you know, hit, I guess, like a DDT on her or something. And she goes to do it and smashes her knee right into the, the ladder instead. And it hits like a really horrible version of a DDT on the ladder. She went for her senton bomb and missed and hit, uh, hit her head instead. She had Raquel hanging up in the tree of woe from the ladder and completely like botched what she was trying to do there and fell off. She just she kept on messing up so bad. Becky Lynch also had a couple of messed ups on there as well, where she went for uh, a leg drop, looked like, and it looked more like a senton, and she hit her tailbone right on the edge of the ladder and went sliding straight off. Um, Raquel Gonzalez, you could tell like she was trying to really be like the powerhouse in the match. Uh, she actually ended up having, I forget who it was, but there were two people down on top of the ladder itself um, while it was on the ground. And she tried to basically like deadlift or like pick him up. And you could tell like she could not lift the ladder plus the two people on there and just ended up like just dropping the ladder and making it like look like it was a bigger impact than it really was. Um, the surprise for this and I, I really wasn't that surprised but a lot of people were was that Liv Morgan ended up winning the money in the bank briefcase um, and I was I was really happy for her on that uh, I thought Liv Morgan really deserves it she's been really fighting tooth and nail for the last two years to really prove herself and I think she's done a pretty good job of it um, and it's it's a nice little shake up in my opinion because it wasn't you know, a, a stereotypical putting it on Oscar or putting it on uh, Becky Lynch, putting it on Raquel, who would have been a clear, obvious choice as well. Um, 
they didn't really go with what we, you know, what a lot of people thought was going to happen. I figured Liv would probably be the one to win it um, just because the fans support has been like so pushing, pushing and pushing for her to get to the top. So I'm really not surprised to see that happen. Um, Bobby Lashley gets the win and becomes the new United States champion by defeating the then champion Austin Theory. I thought this was actually another pretty decent match. I actually was pretty impressed by the performance and I actually been wanting to see Austin Theory really put on a good show against somebody who's, you know, a stronger force than him, like someone who's not like able to just kind of jump around the ring and, and everything. And he did a really good job against Lashley. Um, he was able to stop Lashley uh, once from hitting that kind of like almost like an F5 type of move into the ring post that he usually tries to do. It's like where he runs it at it. Um, he blocked that at one point, but then gets hit with it later. Uh, Bobby Lashley went for his spear and Austin Theory just kind of collapses and goes into the fetal position to stop him in mid-motion. Um, and then he actually went, he actually hit his own spear. He, he went for A-Town down uh, one time and Lashley countered, put, got him up for a power, running power slam. Theory ranks the eyes, hits a spear, basically like Lashley's spear. And then goes for A-Town down again, only to be put in for Lashley to counter a second time and put him in the hurt lock. Uh, the, you know, basically the full Nelson theory taps out. I thought this was a really good match. And I was really shocked that they put the title on, uh, on Bobby Lashley. Cause I figured that they were going to give Austin theory a, a substantial run with the title. Um, but we'll get into both the aftermath of these matches in just a few minutes. Uh, Bianca Belair retains the Raw Women's Championship over Carmella and I think out of all the matches that they had when Bianca Belair was Smackdown Women's Champion I actually think this was the best one out of all of them Uh, and then post-match the thing I'd actually sorry the thing that I didn't like was that you had Carmella slap Bianca Belair and Bianca just kind of like turned like an anger and just like nailed Carmella gets her up and hits the KOD and gets the win. And I'm like, that just kind of seemed like really stupid. Like I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the aggression from Bianca Belair at that point um, before hitting the KOD. And then after the math, she just like celebrates like it's nothing. And Carmella takes her right off the, the middle rope, starts attacking her and leaves her laying in the ring. Um, kind of shows that this is not going to be over between Carmella and Bianca Belair. So we're probably going to get at least this going into SummerSlam again, which I really don't want to see this continue. Yes. This was the best match that they've had out of the two, out of all the ones that they've had in the last year uh, when Bianca Belair was SmackDown women's champion last year, but I really don't care. I really don't want the storyline. The Usos get the win over the street profits hitting the one D um, I thought this was another fast-paced, hot, like very impactful match. I liked it. Um, I think this and Lashley's match were really my my favorite matches of the night. Um, even with the Money in the Bank ladder matches being included in the in that, I think those two were the best matches of the night. 
Ronda Rousey retains the title over Natalia. And what I liked about this was it was a very technical match and they, they both kept on going after different holds. Uh, Natalia kept trying to get the sharpshooter because that's really the only thing that she knows how to do. Um, she even had the sharpshooter applied to Ronda Rousey while they were on the apron, only for Ronda to reverse it and smack uh, the back of Natty's head right into the ring post. Um, but Ronda Rousey just really kept on trying to like show how technical she is in that ring. I mean, she had the Natty had the the hammerlock on Ronda Rousey. She stepped through the bottom, like the, between the bottom and the middle rope turned it around, got through the middle rope again, and had Natty's arm hooked in basically her own hammerlock through the ropes, um, which was really interesting. You saw her going after, she used the sharpshooter on Natty. She went for the armbar on Natty. She kept on going after, like, hold after hold. She had the ankle lock on Natty and finally wins with a, with a triangle choke, makes Natty tap out. During the match, though, Natty had really damaged Rhonda's knee, and Rhonda's barely holding herself up at this point. And out comes Liv Morgan. Her music hits. She runs out to the ring with the Money in the Bank briefcase. She cashes in and gets her ass whooped right off the bat from from Rhonda Rousey. Gets put into the ankle lock and almost loses within a minute. She manages to kick Rhonda's bad knee at that point, and she ends up rolling up Rhonda Rousey for the win. To me, it just kind of felt like it was a 24-7 segment. That's what it felt like to me. She didn't try to hit Oblivion. She didn't try to go after, like, really do anything. Rhonda wasn't even that, like, beat down. Like, yeah, her knee was bothering her at that point because Natty had worked on it during the match, but, like, Rhonda was able to, like, be up on her feet and was just like, you got to be kidding me. I didn't like the way that Liv won it. I didn't like that it was done by just a roll up. I think that they could have done this part better. Now, I've seen a lot of fan reaction also online already, pissing and moaning about the fact that Liv Morgan is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. I don't see a problem in that. I don't see a problem with her being champion. I like the fact that she's going to be the SmackDown Women's Champion. Give her a shot. This is her chance. And it's a nice shakeup. Because not for nothing, but we've had the same bullshit going on for years when it comes to WWE. It's nice to see somebody else holding the SmackDown Women's Championship other than Charlotte, Ronda, Becky, or Alexa Bliss. Or Asuka. Or Sasha Banks. Or Bailey. It's, it's always the same. It's, it's one of those people always. So it's nice to see Liv Morgan getting her chance up with the title. Let her show what she can do with it. Maybe, we'll actually, maybe she'll surprise us all and be a great champion. One that actually will be memorable. Then we have the men's Money in the Bank match. It was set for seven people, and then we wind up getting Adam Pierce coming out during the match and announcing an eighth participant, Austin Theory. Austin Theory comes out, and I mean, 
the men's money in the bank match was much better than the female money in the bank match. Austin theory gets the briefcase, which I'm not really shocked, especially as soon as they wound up showing him losing the U S title. I was not shocked to see him get added into the money in the bank match. And I was not shocked to see him win it. I just would have rather see him have the U S title for a little bit longer. Um, But I guess that they're trying to, I I don't know. They're, they're trying to do something. I know that they're trying to put up, Cena versus Austin Theory, either at SummerSlam or for WrestleMania, depending on what they want to go with. Um, you never know what's going to happen. And then post uh, post Money in the Bank, you had Corbin attack Pat McAfee, uh, basically accepting the SummerSlam challenge. So Pat Ma- uh, Pat McAfee versus uh, Happy Corbin will be set for SummerSlam. You have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns set for SummerSlam and a last man standing match. You have the Miz versus Logan Paul that is going to be set for SummerSlam now as well. And all this, and we still have Monday Night Raw tonight. I'm, I'm kind of in a, in a half, 50-50 on that one. I don't know how Raw is going to be this week. Um, I kind of feel like with the new leadership a little bit, we may be seeing a tide turning in WWE. We're going to have to continue watching and find out. So until next time, I am author Andrew Hess, and tune in next time to find out what's on tap.